Hi, this is Father Neil here, and this is the first of the promised question and answer sessions for the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. I have some other questions that people have sent me, and I hope to do another uh, one or two of these towards the end of the month of February. But this one, which I suppose will have the date of the 4th of February, is a very simple question that somebody asked me as to which Bible they should get, which translation of the Bible or which edition of the Bible is best to buy for a Catholic. I'm afraid, like with many questions, there isn't a simple answer to this. First of all, I would say, particularly in the light of the uh, Sunday of the Word of God that we had a week ago, the important thing is that we read the Bible. This is the most important thing. In one sense, it doesn't make much of a difference which translation you have, just so long as you are reading it. You can have all the translations in the world and, you know, it doesn't uh, count for much if you don't read them. I mean, I was looking over my desk and answered this question. I found that I have like 12 different translations of the Bible myself in English. And the problem is that, like most people, I don't read it enough. The main thing is to read it, then to worry about the translation secondarily. So, in English, there's many, many translations. That the most famous English translation, the original one, is the King James Version, but that's already hundreds of years old. This is a Protestant translation that came out after the Reformation, uh, produced by King James of Scotland and England, and it uh, became very soon the translation in English. Still, many of the Protestant groups use this translation, but the problem with the King James is that although it was an excellent translation for its time, now it's 400 years old, and there are two problems with it. First problem, the language has changed. The English language doesn't quite mean the same as it did 400 years ago. So this Bible can be quite difficult for people to understand. The second problem with it is that we today have a better scholarship, a better knowledge of the original version, that this is always the challenge the scripture scholars have to do, is to find the best manuscript, the best reading of the original Greek and Hebrew of the Bible and then to use that as the basis of translation. So now 400 years later, we have a much better idea of the ancient manuscripts. There was the whole discovery um, 60 years ago at this stage in Qumran in the Holy Land where they discovered many a whole library of biblical books that had been lost. And so these were much closer to the originals than we had before. And it really opened up our understanding of the scripture and the original texts. And so the King James Version doesn't have, doesn't benefit from this. The other problem sometimes with the King James Version is that it, today, although the King James Version was originally translated as the full Bible, that today many editions of the King James Version are published by Protestants who don't like what's called the Deuteroapophical books. These are seven books of the Bible. It's T.J. MacWeb is the way to understand it. A Tobit Judith. Maccabees 1, Maccabees 2, Wisdom Ecclesiasticus, and Baruch are the seven books that are not in the Protestant Bible. 
and unfortunately at the time of the Reformation they jettisoned these books they went with uh, uh, the Hebrew canon that is a, a smaller canon of the scripture as opposed to the Greek canon that most Jews were using at the time of our Lord that the apostles were using that the writers of the New Testament were using they went with an older uh, standard of the Old Testament and they eliminated these books from the Bible so many Protestant Bibles don't have these books so the New Testament is fine but the Old Testament is missing they're missing these books the other ancient version that's out there is the Douay Rheims version which is an ancient English version that was done by the English Catholics who were taking refuge in France because it was impossible for the, them to form priests in England after the Council of Trent after the Protestant Reformation, they couldn't have seminaries in England, so the English seminaries were in France, and there they composed this, uh, very, they, they prepared this very important translation, the Douay Rheims, which is, um, which some people still use today, and again, it's a lovely translation, it's very good, slightly older even than the King James, in fact, the King James version uh, based itself somewhat on this uh, Douay Rheims version, but it's, um, it suffers from the same problem as the King James Version in that it is an old translation. Also, it's a translation of the Latin. So you have gone from Greek and Hebrew to Latin to English. And so there's another layer there, although, again, there's a very complicated question as to the status of Latin as a biblical language uh, because the Catholic Church for many years gave preference to the Vulgate Bible of St. Jerome, so the Father of the Church, St. Jerome, translated the Bible into a standard Latin edition that when we were using Latin as a common language, when we were using Latin as a language of theology, as a language of liturgy, this Vulgate was the standard version of the Bible. And so the first English translations of the Bible after the renewal of biblical studies in the Catholic Church about 100 years ago were often from the Latin and not from the original languages. Although really from Vatican II, all modern versions, Catholic versions, are from the original languages, maybe making reference to the Latin tradition, but especially going back, especially to the Hebrew for the Old Testament, a little bit of Greek, and the Greek of the New Testament. So to get back as to which English Bible should we buy, there are two main families of translations out there. So some of these translations that have taken place that have been produced are related to each other. The first big family is the RSV family, the Revised Standard Version. The Revised Standard Version, the Revised Version, I, forget, I always forget which is which, but the Revised Version is, I think, the American, an American revision of the King James Version, and the Standard Version is an English revision of the King James Version. And these two revisions of the King James Version were merged into the Revised Standard Version. Revised Standard Version, again, now at this stage, is about 60 years old, and it is seen as, by many, to be the most accurate translation into English. However, it does have an age. It tends to use, um, for example, the word thy and thou for God, which is a very funny distinction, because in ancient English, thy and thou were used for you and yours, and... Um, it was used for everybody, for God, for your neighbour, for, for anybody you were talking to. But the, the, um, but the RSV has retained the older form just in addressing God and then uses you for addressing people. And so it's a bit complicated because it introduces a, a funny distinction into the language that isn't there in the Greek or the Hebrew. 
So the King James Version, or sorry, the Revised Standard Version is slightly archaic. There are a couple of revisions of it out there. The first revision I want to talk about is the NRSV. The New Revised Standard Version, it says, is now, well, it's now over, it's now over 25 years, uh, was prepared over 25 years ago, nearly 30 years ago at this stage. And most English biblical scholars say that this is the best translation available. It's the one used in most biblical classes. Um, it is a good translation. Unfortunately for Catholics, it is the only English translation that the Vatican didn't accept. So it is an English translation that the Vatican has officially said cannot be used for catechesis or for liturgy. Yes, Catholics are fully welcome to use it for personal reading for personal meditation and for study of the bible but rome for a multiplicity of reasons and unfortunately a little bit of church politics got mixed in and the new rsv basically is not allowed because they thought it took too much too many liberties with the translation it is not authorized for use in the liturgy or in catechetics no other english bible has been forbidden for use in liturgy or catechetics. Many of them have not been approved for those, but it just they haven't been forbidden for those either, whereas the NRSV has actually been forbidden for those. The other edition that is often used by many Catholics is the RSV Second Catholic Edition. This is an edition nearly exclusively produced by Ignatius Press in San Francisco, and it is a, a, a slight updating of the RSV. This edition of the Bible is the one that probably you could say Rome prefers. It's the one that's used in the magisterial documents when they're translated into English. It is a very popular translation. Many people use it. And so that is the first uh, family of translations I want to look at. The second family of translations that I want to look at is the Jerusalem Bible. The Jerusalem Bible is a wholly new translation that came out around the time of the council. So again, it's approaching 60 years. It's based on a French, the Ecole Biblique in Jerusalem. That's where it gets its Jerusalem name. The Jerusalem Bible is from the Ecole Biblique, the biblical school that was founded 100 years ago in Jerusalem by the French Dominican order. And there they prepared a very important edition of the Bible in French, translating it from the original sources, which was revolutionary. Then, after the Council, there was a need to have uh, an English translation of the Bible from the original sources. So they prepared this Jerusalem Bible that is to this day the main translation of the Bible used in the liturgy in England and Wales, Scotland, Ireland, Australia and New Zealand. And this is the, um, this is the Bible that's in use to this day. Now, it was prepared by an expert team. Uh, the famous author, author Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien of The Lord of the Rings, did also participate in this and translated the book of Job in the Jerusalem Bible himself. He was part of the team. And the main, com the main complaint about the Jerusalem Bible is that 50 years later, it's showing its age. And the other small complaint is that because it was done very hurriedly, it was uh, sometimes inaccurate inaccurate not through anybody trying to change it or trying to get through some sort of a different worldview but just it happened to be inaccurate because it was a rushed job 
Then this Jerusalem Bible was revised and the New Jerusalem Bible came out around, I think, 89 or 90. And um, this New Jerusalem Bible is a revision of the Jerusalem Bible. Unfortunately, this revision of the Jerusalem Bible is one step forward, two steps back. So it does correct many of the inaccuracies in the Jerusalem Bible. However, it was done with a particular mindset. And so it reads kind of awkwardly. So, for example, the word leper isn't used. It uses man with a virulent skin disease. That, yes, is perhaps a better translation because, technically speaking, leprosy in the Bible might well be different from modern leprosy, modern Hansen's disease. And so perhaps virulent skin disease might be a better translation, but it's not what we understand. And then things seem to be a bit softened, like uh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, has been changed to the spirit is willing, but human nature is weak. Occasionally also it avoids the use of the word church and substitutes it with community. You are Peter and on this rock I will build my community. So the New Jerusalem Bible was a translation that came out uh, again 30 years ago and unfortunately it was an improvement and disimprovement on the original Jerusalem Bible. It was never adopted for use in the liturgy. It wasn't banned but it was never adopted for use in the liturgy and uh, fortunately this one was replaced by one of the Bibles that I would recommend over the past few months. A third edition of the Jerusalem Bible has just been prepared in English called the Revised New Jerusalem Bible. Unfortunately, as we come closer to today, all of these uh, biblical translations get more awkward in their names. So this RNJB, which was released a few months ago in the, in, in, in the UK and released, uh, I think, within the last month in the US, would be perhaps what I would recommend as a very good Bible for people to use. This has managed to tone down the inaccuracies or the biased translation of the New Jerusalem Bible and corrected it so it's like a much better uh, version of the Bible for use today. Uh, so far it's only really available in a reader's edition and to be honest I'm not hugely happy with the actual edition of the Bible. The actual way it's printed it seems to be a little too thick for me it's too big a book for just the biblical text but that being said i think it is my go-to bible at the moment but as i said at the beginning i have more than 10 bibles so i tend to uh, f flit from one to another but that would definitely be one of my top picks the other biblical translation that's out there particularly in the states and in africa and some other countries use the new american bible the nab this is a Bible done by the Bishops' Conference in the United States. So the Catholic bishops own this translation, have commissioned this translation, and they use it in the liturgy in the US. Part of the problem with the NAB is that sometimes it isn't very poetic. It tends to be kind of pedestrian in its translation. And also, there's a multiplicity of editions to the degree that what is in use in the lectionary in the United States is not available, was never published as a Bible. So you can get biblical versions that are close to the US lectionary, but you can't find a US Bible, a US or any edition of the New American Bible that is the same because they revised the translation in the lectionary 
and then they revise it again. So there's kind of one a little bit before, another edition a little bit after it. Uh, but again, it's a translation that many people use, uh, particularly in Africa, it seems to be quite popular as well. Um, so that is the New American Bible. I won't say much more about it. Many people use it in the States. Many people like it, and that's fantastic. Um, the other thing just that I didn't say before, uh, when I was talking about lectionaries, that the NRSV is forbidden for use in the lecture in the lecture in the liturgy everywhere except Canada. So in Canada it is approved by the Vatican for use in liturgy and catechetics. However, the NRSV is not approved for liturgy or catechetics anywhere else in the world. Again, it's an extremely complicated and unfortunately it's one of the areas where church politics makes things very complicated. Then there are different uh, Protestant editions out there. The NIV and ESV are two Protestant editions that are quite common. They don't really have any um, Catholic version. There's an ESV just being produced now in India for Catholics. But um, they're just Protestant versions that are out there. And again, there's nothing particularly wrong with them. And as I was saying before, the main thing is to read the Bible. However, it's quite hard to get them in a Catholic edition. There is other editions such as the Good News version, the Good News for Modern Man. Um, and this is a paraphrase. This Bible was made with the idea of people that don't have English as their first language. But again, it's out there. Uh, I think if you're using it in schools for little children, it's a nice translation to use. Another translation that's fairly new is the Catholic Book Publishing in New Jersey. The main publisher of, liturg <coughs> of liturgical books in the United States has come out with its own translation, the New Catholic Bible. This seems to be a nice enough translation that has just been prepared. It's just in the process of being published. I think the full Bible is only available so far in a large print edition, but I think it could prove to be an interesting translation as well. And so, um, finally, what I'd like to say is um, to buy which Bible to buy. So, one for text at the moment, I think, the Revised New Jerusalem Bible, in my opinion, is the best one. Although always, if you read a particular passage, the translation, no matter which translation you have, will never be perfect. It will never capture all the nuances. It will never be the fully best thing. So, But I think the Revised New Jerusalem Bible is, again, my favourite translation at the minute. However, I would say that what is quite interesting as well is this RSV Second Catholic Edition that Ignatius Press publishes. And in particular, there's an edition of this that Ignatius Press is slowly publishing, edited by Curtis Mitch and Scott Hahn, that's called the Ignatius Study Bible. And this is an edition of the, um, the Ignatius Press publishes. Uh, it's a red edition of the whole um, RSV Second Catholic Edition. But it publishes this study a Bible, study edition of it. And unfortunately, you can buy, they're producing it book by book. So it will hopefully be finished sometime before the year 2100. Um, they are really, they have finished the whole New Testament, which is available as a separate volume. But the Old Testament, unfortunately, has to be bought book by book, which isn't very practical. I mean, if you want to read one book, it's fine. But uh uh, it's a very slow publication. That being said, it's quite nice, and it makes a lot of reference to the Catechism. 
So maybe what I'd say would be to buy the uh, RNJB and then to buy the New Testament of the Ignatius Study Bible and to use these two as a combination for the time being. And hopefully sometime before too long, they'll have finished the Old Testament and please God, they'll publish it in Ignatius Press, will publish it as a separate standalone single volume of the Bible and that uh, maybe this could be the best English Bible when it's published. But as I said at the beginning, the important thing is to read the Bible, not to collect them, not to have them on the shelf, but to actually read it. And the best one to read is the one that you have. God bless.